Hey guys, welcome back. Thanks for stopping in and hanging out with me today for this uh, this quick listen. Today I want to talk about principles. I want to talk about values, code of ethics. Sometimes you can even, it, it might have been slipped in with the dojo etiquette at your academies. And I feel that in today's society, we are so busy. And, and I'm seeing this a lot with my children's program. Um that we're all so busy that a lot of the parents are coming to us and expecting us to instill these these principles, these values. And, and I remember as a kid, I remember it being plastered all over my elementary school. And it was, it was like, it, you know, it was good characteristic skills, right? It was honesty, integrity, responsibility, valor, you know, these kind of things I just, I remember them being everywhere and, you know, there was the good citizen of the week and there was, there was things like this and, and they really, really emphasized trying to instill those good personal, you know, personality traits in you so that you could become an upstanding person of the community, um, very young and, and, and I don't really see that so much anymore. I do know that my husband and I decided that we were going to put our children in a charter school and that charter school kind of aligned more with what we um, believe and we wanted our children to learn. And if you're not from Florida um, or you don't have children in school anymore, they say that Common Core, which is a style of teaching math and it's it's a very it's supposed to be easy but it's it's (laughs) it's confusing it's convoluted it's it's a hot mess right and a lot of the parents didn't grow up learning that type of math so uh, the breakdown and all that kind of stuff is so much more involved and extra than it ever needs to be and it, it is confusing if you don't you know if you don't understand and some of these little kids because they're coming home and their parents don't understand how to break down this math the way they're supposed to you know because these parents weren't taught this way as children uh, it's it we've been seeing a lot of disconnects a lot of suffering (laughs) and I remember they, they run around and they tell you they're no longer teaching common core they're like it's not part of the system anymore but it's everywhere. It's still in their tests. It's still in their homework. They're still learning it in class. And it's it's not something I was very impressed with. It's not something I was interested in. And I'm not like a math whiz, but I also I also didn't I didn't appreciate it. I thought it was longer. I thought it was it was so much more involved when it was so much easier and simplistic to get to math you know, get to a math answer another way. Sorry, that's my tangent. (laughs) So anyway, and and it wasn't just that. So we we pulled our our kids out of the public school system for a multitude of reasons. We now have them in charter school. We're seeing that their their math is better, obviously. Their reading skills are better. And and, and it's not necessarily that my children are in smaller classroom sizes, right? That's not even the case. It's just the way it's structured, the way it's designed, what they're focusing on, right? Which is teaching these children at a very young age about responsibility and, you know, hard work and dedication. 
where that, uh, you know, I'm, I'm getting all of these parents that are coming in and they're like, Hey, um, you know, my kid needs discipline and they need structure and they need to be, they need to understand hard work. And, and I feel like today's, today's parents, unfortunately are so overwhelmed. There's, there's so much that sometimes we think, <laughs> you know, we now think that things are pre-programmed into our kids, just like they are on our, on our, on our social media, or excuse me, our tablets and our phones and our computers, our cars, like everything is now got like pre-uploaded programs and you start off at a baseline and, and kids are not like that. People are not like that. And I, I, I think that we, we tend to forget. And so that's very important. And I, and I talk about all of this because I'm seeing this trend where even adults are not really realizing what the martial arts is all about. They, they get excited because they saw, you know, they saw the UFC or they saw the ADCC and they, and they're like, Oh my God, that's so cool. That's so great. I want to do that. And they don't realize that that is a very, very specific form of that martial art. And it's just a small glimpse at what is going on behind the scenes. And a true real martial arts academy, they're going to be very involved. They're going to be a code of ethics, right? A, a dojo etiquette, a core set of values and principles to their academy. And I, I feel like I have maybe dropped the ball in not ensuring that each one of our students at our academy know that. And so that's, that's like my focus. I was like, you know what, we've had a, we've had an instance, um, happen in the academy and I wanted, I was like, you know what, how do we prevent that in the future? How can we as instructors do better in the future? And I know I'm going on and I'm not getting to the, the meat and potatoes of this, um, but bear with me. So <clears throat> I think, and, and I, I've seen this in like two different examples. So I feel like this is the, the universe, God, it's all talking to me to say, hey, you need to focus on this. You need to talk about this. You need to deal with this. You need to handle this. And so we had kids come into the academy and parents, we love when parents are involved. It's very important, especially in kids' developmental ages. And, uh, you know, even uh, like I even have parents who of teenagers who come in and they sit and they watch and I, I, I don't say anything, but I know how important that is. Cause I remember my dad coming in and watching, I, I was, I was 20 something years old when my dad passed and he was still he was still showing up to my events. He was still coming in and watching me do class. I, I mean, till the day he died, he'd come in and he'd watch me teach. And he'd, and it just, it is, it means so much more than, than parents realize, I think, sometimes. But there's a fine line to being a good, <laughs> a good parent in, in that regard. Like you can't, you can't helicopter parent. You can't be one of those um, like sideline coaches, at least not in our academy. And there's multiple different reasons, but I had, I had parents come in and I had a parent that had been with me for a while. And I thought that they understood. They usually drop off their child and leave. And this was a much smaller setting. This was much more, 
um, kind of intimate. It was only a few kids. And of course, the parents got super excited, loved seeing that. But I made it very clear. I was like, we don't coach or cheer. We, we don't do that. And I feel like where I dropped the ball is because I didn't start that small group out and talk to the parents first and be like, hey, here are the rules. Here is our dojo etiquette. Here is what we expect from each and every parent and student. And this is why, because these are our core principles. I feel like that's where I dropped the ball. I feel like that's where I could have done better as a teacher, as an instructor. And so that's why I'm going to be hyper-focused on that now. And, you know, because we, we had that speed bump, we had that kind of little stumble where like, I, I almost had to stop the class because the parents, the parents wouldn't stop. And I was like, look, it's not that we don't want you involved with your children. We think it's absolutely awesome, but there's a time and a place for it. And it's not while they're actively working because it, one, it distracts them. Two, it takes the focus from us being in charge off to you because in in reality, the way it works is you supersede us. And so we don't want the child to not focus and pay attention and listen to us because mom and dad are talking. Um, even though like in a regular setting, I would always love that. But because I need that child to see me as the instructor and as the person in charge, even when, because because it's going to get hard. Jiu-jitsu is not easy, right? It gets tough. And so we're going to have tears and we're going to have frustrations and we're going to have children in high pressure, high intense situations that they need to be able themselves to get out of, right? So they become a better person. So they become stronger, more formidable, and they can handle pressure. And that's not just like test pressure. It's not just like going to school, like you now have someone smashing you into the ground and you have to calm down enough in order to escape. And I watched these kids, we taught them for a month and I've watched them grow from kids who didn't know anything, you know, like jumping jacks were brand new for some of them to now. And in yesterday's class, they were able to mount someone, escape from, you know, the person on bottom, escape from the mount They were able to close and control their partner by, you know, closing their guard. And then the other person, their job was to, to pass the guard. So they, you know, we, we have like little names for their movements and stuff like that. And we get really involved with it so that they understand it faster and it's much more easier to digest. We also realized that parents, um, become very aware of what they're learning and they are impressed by it. We had, we had, um, this happened a couple of times, but we had a, an old student who his grandson now trains with us. You know, he trained with us, his sons trained with us, and now his grandson trains with us. And he came to our youth program because it's obviously different than the way we teach the adult program. And he goes, he goes, if I had come to the youth program, I would have been so much better at jujitsu. And I, I kind of chuckled a little bit and I was like, well, you know, it's a program that we've developed that we think really helps out with the kids. We're seeing, we're seeing tremendous strides in our children's program and they're learning at an accelerated rate because of the way we teach. And, and we do teach similar in the adult program. Um, but it's, it's a lot less, um, I don't know, child down. (laughs) You you know, like we do uh, when we pass the guard, we talk about push, push, pop, push, push, pop. 
You know, you got to push, push, and pop the guard open. All right, everybody's got to hop over like a bunny. You got to hop over like a bunny and go hug them like you're holding a baby. You know, those kind of things adults don't really want to hear. But it makes sense. And, but kids, it, it immediately starts to to, to, to click. We, we're seeing. So anyway. And... And so that's where I, I dropped the ball with my kids program. And then the, the other time that it happened is we had a student that we thought that we really, really thought was on the same page as us. And unfortunately, you, you know, and, and they knew the principles, they knew, they, they knew what we were about. They knew the way we think and do things, but maybe because I, I didn't bring it forward and I didn't have it like on display and I didn't, and I hate to do this, but I didn't cram it down people's throats all the time to really have that instilled in them. And so I'm going to do better now, you know, like as soon as you come in, it's going to be part of the welcome packet. You know, not only is our dojo etiquette where a lot of these principles are in there, you know, once you understand the core principles, you'll understand the way and or the way and the why we do things the way we do so hopefully that will help everybody out um so let me finally get to (laughs) our core principles and values um so i shall read them off to you and and we try to adopt these not only in our, our professional lives but this is also something that we you know it's it's very much prevalent in our personal lives and for those of you guys who know us, you, you, you're like, oh, okay, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and, and values, I think, are so much more important. Like, at the end of the day, we as an academy, you know, this, this is different for everybody. And that's why you need to kind of figure out what your, your needs are for your team, you know, for your academy, for your martial arts school. Because if all you want is like a gym... And you just want to go in, get a workout in, get home. Like you, you don't really want to enlighten yourself or, or grow in any other facet other than just like technique wise, that that's all your focus is and your care is. Well, then it, you know, find a place that's got, that's got some good students. That's got some good, you know, good, strong, fast instructor, I guess. Like I, I just think, so the word dojo actually means, you know, the place uh, in the place of enlightenment or to find the way it, it roughly translates to that. And so the martial arts Academy is not supposed to be just a cold, you, you know, sterile place. It is supposed to be an active, live, flourishing, growing thing. And, and if you meet my husband, if, if, uh, and I laugh because I think I go, man, some of these people don't know who my husband is. And so to them, they don't, uh, you know, and I can just imagine them meeting him at a tournament one day and they see him and they, they see him with his, his, uh, he looks almost like, uh, <laughs> right now anyway, he looks like the Wolverine. Um, he looks like Hugh Jackman Wolverine. He's, he's got the real f- fluffy hair. He's got a huge beard, but he's, you know, obviously much taller. <laughs> um, but, and so I just see you guys seeing him like this past weekend, he did a tournament and he came in and like jeans, his Crocs, uh, jujitsu shirt and a beanie. 
<laughs> and I could just, you know, with this big rough. And I told, I told the students, I was like, he, he's wearing a beanie. I said, look for him. He looks like a hardened criminal, but we all know he's not. Like, we all know that he's got the Bible in his back pocket. Like, you know, and, uh, and so I, that's the reason I chuckle. I just see people and, and it'll click when you meet him. It'll click. My husband doesn't care about money. My husband doesn't care about the shoes on his feet. Right. I think he's got three pairs of shoes. And, um, <laughs> so, and he doesn't carry, he wears one pair all the time. And because he does jujitsu all day, he's like never wearing shoes. And he doesn't care how much, you know, how important you are or, you know, on the outside world, you know, he thinks everybody is important. He thinks everybody is, you know, has equal opportunity. He thinks everybody can, can do well in jujitsu. He, he does see everybody as an individual, but he is, <laughs> Like the people he sees, the people he teaches, the people he meets, most people would be in awe, right? Because they're dealing with him on a daily basis. And my husband is just not that way. Like, and we actually have students who are like, you know, you are just missing out. You need to be doing better at this and making money in this way and, and that way. And, and I agree, like I'm, I'm a little bit more of the logistics side of our equation, like of our, our, our dynamic duo. And, um, but I, I know at the end of the day, it's, you know, it, it's not what matters. And so anyway, let me move on guys. Cause this is getting, this is getting crazy. <laughs> so let me read finally the principles of our academy. We, we focus on six, we, we have six core main principles and they start off with honor. It is the state of being morally true, honest, noble, virtuous, being a person of ethos, having a good code of conduct. Loyalty is the second one. Being in support of, having allegiance or faithfulness to. Integrity is the third. The practice of being honest and adhering to a set of strong moral values and ethics. Respect is four. Treating people in a fair manner, displaying regard and consideration. Honesty is the fifth. The condition and characteristic of being truthful, trustworthy, and reliable. Six is responsibility, a duty or obligation that is to be performed satisfactorily due to one's own promise and or code of ethics. Being accountable is responsibility. And so I, I already kind of like mentioned a little bit how we try to we try to do this not only in our personal but our our excuse me our professional but also in our personal lives. And so, of course, because we're instructors, our job is to teach and encourage others, right, um, to adopt these and incorporate them in their lives to help enhance and enlighten their lives. Because that's all it does. Like, never has, you know, having integrity ever, ever been a bad thing. Um, you know, loyalty ever been a bad thing. And... And that is, uh, and I think that when you understand a person's ethos, a, per, a person's core principles and values, you start to understand their, you know, like the, why they're doing what they're doing, especially if they live by their, their principles. If they're, if, you know, if they say one thing and they do another, well, uh, but you know, my husband, for example, um, he is the most loyal person you've ever met. And 
if, if you are his friend, if you are his people, if you are his tribe, guess what? He will go to war for you. It doesn't matter what other people think of you. It doesn't matter, you know, like he's praying for you to, to, to my husband. He thinks that you were put in his path for a reason. He's like, you, you're here for a reason. And he's only hoping and praying that you see that as well, that you realize that, that he's here to help lift you and guide you. And and he tells people all the time, he goes, my students inspire me just as much as I inspire them. You know, like something will happen in class. And next thing you know, he's, he's on it. Like he's, he's like, Oh yeah, I saw this technique and I saw them do this and it was amazing. And now all I'm going to be doing is focusing on that for a little while. Like just how much the student base inspires him is uh, like he, he says all the time, he goes, I absolutely love my team. He goes, I love each and every one of them. They all bring something to the table. He goes, I'm so inspired by them. And so I, I think that that's, that's an incredible atmosphere. I think that's an incredible way of living and thinking and taking Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. And, and some people might not be that involved. Some people, cause there's also another aspect to it where like we've been burned a lot. And sometimes you get to the point where you, you know, you feel like you've invested so much time and energy and, and it, and it hurts. Like it, it hurts for someone to train with you for a really long time. And then for whatever reason, being it budget or, you know, just because they, you know, they, they got a little bored and stagnant in their own training that they're like, Oh, I think I'm going to go down the road, you know, or, or whatever the case may be. And, and sometimes that like people become another, you know, like another part of our family. And so it's, it's very, we walk a very fine line as instructors of being personable, but sometimes we can't be personal, right? Like we, like we have to be approachable and we have to be open and we have to be um, you know, available to people. I, I feel like this is the same. I, I talked to, we have a, we have a pastor and it, who is also part of our team. And, and he talks about that too, how like he, it's very like, <laughs> you know, ministry and teaching Brazilian Jiu Jitsu are very similar. Like he also teaches martial arts. And so he sees that, uh, correlation, but anyway, I have, I've gone on forever. I have really, I've really run away with this one, guys. So <laughs> I hope that that has helped you. I really hope that this conversation has, has, has helped inspire and drive you into really learning more about your academy. Um, if, if you happen to be a part of our academy, I hope it helps you. If, if you haven't heard about our principles yet, um, that is my fault. <laughs> and I shall be putting them in our welcome packet, like I stated earlier, and I will be handing them out to everybody. So look forward to that. (laughs) All right, guys, thank you so much. And I'll catch you on the next one. Have a great day.